previously on The Drive with Roland and Rochelet. It's Stacey Orico. I could be the one on Algoa FM. And of course, as mentioned and as promised, the Rhino Rock Festival is happening on the 14th of this month at the Music Kitchen in Kabecha. All proceeds will be donated to the Oli Foundation. And that's the one land lover known as the Oli Foundation. And on the line, we have Sharon Jessup as well as Nikki Bolton. Nikki Bolton is the co-founder of the Oli Foundation and brand ambassador of the foundation is Sharon Jessup. Now, just to tell you a little bit about these beautiful, phenomenal ladies, Sharon is a wildlife warrior, conservationist, ultra-endurance athlete, adventurer, adrenaline junkie I've seen it motivational speaker storyteller independent content producer for TV as well as events organizer she's also the first official ambassador of the One Land Love It Foundation and that's not all because Nikki Bolton is also on the line with us and she is absolutely phenomenal originally from Durban but now calling Gobecha home Nikki Bolton and her husband Wayne own local business but their passion is wildlife and spending time in the bush <laughs> aware of the critical state of rhino conservation they were determined to find ways to make a difference and in 2015, their family embarked on the One Land Love Ed expedition and where Wayne cycled 6,000 kilometers in 80 days around South Africa, connecting all 19 sand parks, raising funds and creating awareness around rhino and rangers. So these two ladies are on the line right now. Good afternoon, Nikki and Sharon. Thank you for joining us on the Algo from Drive. We can talk for hours about how amazing the two of you are. I'm just saying we can, but but we have to focus on one thing today, and that is the Oli Foundation. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Just a brief history behind it. Hmm. Well, you kind of summed it up just now, Rosh. Um, basically, it started in 2015 when rhino was at its, at its peak, and we were trying to find ways to do something about it. And so. The expedition that my husband embarked on was basically to draw attention to the rhino crisis and to rangers who were suddenly no longer conservationists, but suddenly soldiers. And as a result of that, the non-profit then was established. Um, you may have seen our life-sized fiberglass rhino called Ollie Around Town, Ollie being the acronym for One Made Love It. And um, yep, that's how it all began. That's amazing. And with regards to rhino poaching, when we talk statistics, it's a rather grim and shocking discovery. How bad is the situation at the moment, 2022? It's actually really bad. Um, In 2021, the poaching statistics that were released almost gave a glimmer of hope. Um, It looked like things were improving, but there were a number of reasons for that. One, obviously, being locked down, had restricted travel and access to parks, borders were closed. And so poaching was a bit more difficult. But then at the same time, the Kruger National Park, which is, as I'm sure you realize, home to the largest remaining concentration of wild rhino and really has been ravaged by poaching. Their statistics had shown, population statistics had shown that in the past decade, they'd gone from 11,000 animals to less than 3,000. So it was a simple matter of there were less to poach, Um, including uh, in that sort of reasoning, Kruger had increased the APU activity. They'd also started dehorning. And so the area became a bit of a hot zone for poachers. And they started to look at other other areas. Mm. And so we saw an increase in poaching activity in six of our nine provinces. So it started to spread. Then in December last year, we had a a really, it was very shocking. 23 rhinos were poached in 36 hours. I'm sure you would have heard about that. And that was very startling. And then again, this year, recently, some statistics were released in KZN showing that 75 had been poached in 93 days. So in the first quarter of this year, we lost 75 rhino. That has increased um, as far as we know. It's, it's more than 81 that are known about because they are literally finding fresh and old carcasses daily. 
So that trajectory is not promising at mm. all. Now, what are the main goals for, for the Olive Foundation? Ultimately, our, our primary goal is that we are determined that extinction cannot be undersea. Um, and so we will do everything that we possibly can to, um, to make that change. Uh, we recognize that collaboration is key, that we need people to join together to make a difference. And so one of the things we try to do is to create opportunities for people to get involved. We believe that working together, we definitely can make a positive and lasting impact on our conservation landscape. So we do that in a number of ways. Uh, various tools that we use include advocacy. We all go and sit in the courtroom when poachers are on trial if we need to, to influence the outcome. We create awareness events, um, campaigns such as Celebrating Women in Conservation, Ranger Day. We also hold what we call the Ollie Move, which runs for a week from World Rhino Day and tries to get people involved in, in making a difference for Rhino. We've had individuals in up to 35 countries participating in that, all from little old Kavaka. We also have endurance events. So um, Sharon Jessup, I'm sure you know, is an Ollie ambassador, and mm. she got her world Guinness record. It's not been formalized, but we claim it, um, with 102 half marathons. <laughs> uh, Stephen Lancaster, he did his Everesting Up uh, Bookmakers Cliff in yes, 2021. Right. Those were all Ollie moves. They were moving for Rhino. And then we raise funds. We'll raise funds for direct Rhino work, such mm. as collaring, dehorning, notching, lab analysis, storing of DNA in the, in, the, in the biobanks, that kind of thing. We'll buy milk and feed for rhino orphanages. We'll buy um, equipment for the wildlife crimes unit. We support APUs, rhino monitors. So very involved in direct rhino work. Yes. And I, I love um, that. I, I think that's absolutely phenomenal. And you, you're mm-hmm. talking about funds and raising funds. There is a mm-hmm. Rhino Rock Festival coming up this weekend at that's the Music right. Kitchen in Kobeja. What can we yes. expect? Because I know all proceeds will go to, to the foundation, but what can we expect on the day? Okay, so this is where I am in Rosh. Um, so basically, the door will open at 12 p.m. to 12 noon, and the first act is at 1. And from there, we have 14 different local artists that will grace the um, stages, and yes, there's two of them at the Music Kitchen. And as you mentioned, all the proceeds raised will go to Ollie. And um, just to, to uh, sort of tag along or tag onto what Nikki was mentioning, you know, we've got two beautiful hashtags that we use for Ollie. One is joint custody. In other words, it's not just my problem, it's not just Ollie's problem, it's not just your problem, it's not just the government or private parks. You know, it's everybody's problem and we really do have to collaborate to make these things happen. The other one that we use is move from caring to doing. And Nikki mentioned the collaborations and that collaboration is key to address this problem. And this is a beautiful example of Ian from the Music Kitchen collaborating with us. You know, and using what he's got available, his talents and the, the, the musicians all 14 bands using what they have, their talents in terms of music, to contribute to rhino conservation, you know. So through this, we literally show people that it is truly joint custody. We're all banding together, excuse the pun, but for Mm -hmm. the greater good of, um, you know, rhino conservation. And of course, people will be moving from caring to doing because there'll be a lot of boogieing on the dance floor. <laughs> that's that's right. And I know Music Kitchen definitely allows you to do that. You can't sit still Absolutely. at the Music Kitchen. What is the entrance fee and where can they book the tickets for the Rhino Rock Festival coming up? 
Okay, so for this 12-hour event, the entrance fee is only 150 rand per person, you know. And obviously, being the music kitchen, there'll be lots of yummy food on sale, um, drinks, you name it, it will be there. And the easiest would be to actually go onto the One Land Love It Facebook page because we have reposted the event on there. And if they click on the event, there's a quickest link and you buy your tickets and Bob's your uncle. Perfect. Thank you. And Nikki, last question for Nikki. How can we get hold of you to donate or get involved in the foundation? And people are welcome to contact us by email, Nikki or Laura at oneland.co.za or on our website, oneland.co.za. There's a donate button and you just follow the prompts. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nikki. And then just one last one last question for you, Nikki. You know, any any last words to people listening right now that just tuned in and you really just want them to get involved in, in looking after our rhinos? What is your message? I think it really is that extinction cannot be our legacy. And if we cannot stop the extinction of rhino in this day and age, what hope does any other species have and what does that mean for the future of conservation in our country? We can't afford to not do anything. We have to move from caring to doing. Thank you so much. That is brilliant. Nikki Bolton, you are amazing. Sharon Jessup, you are just as amazing. Thank you very much for joining us on the Olgo FM Drive. Thank you, Thank for you so much. On air. On air. Online. Online and all over your world. This is Algoa FM.